Lions Club. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Woo! Hey! Yay! We're having a good old time over here at the Saturday Friends Club on our third episode of three. Bah humbug. <laughs> no, no bah humbug. She's done it. Cheer. We Cheer. gotta leave now. <laughs> Uh, Wait, yes. did you guys lose that episode? Which one? The Christmas Carol? Mm, don't know. Oh, was that not one of the ones you lost? I, I can't remember. It's been oh, a year. Okay. I've scrubbed my brain from all that. Uh, anyway, welcome. We are the Saturday Friends Club. We do nostalgic podcast talk on the radio over here at KCRH 89.9 FM, the East Bay's best variety, because I take over the radio station because nobody is here on this time of day. Uh, hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I am Josh. Sabrina's here. Yep. Got our friend Jesse. Hi. And our friend and also other student over here at uh, the Mass Communication Department, the Muslo. <laughs> Ciao. Uh, we are here talking. We have gone through, uh, in this episode span, we have done a claymation special. We have done a comic book special. <laughs> so let's go ahead and just go full bore Tim Allen special now, because uh, we're going to be doing Phoenician's Choice, The Santa Claus. Yay! Woo. I think that this is a full-on... You had to have watched this growing up at some point thing. Maybe. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. If I mean, if you were growing up in the 90s, this Tim Allen was unavoidable in the 90s. He was. Yes. I would say. He was a force of nature. He was a He, he is still a icon. force of nature, perhaps maybe in the ways we don't like. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'm still sad. <laughs> I'm sorry your TV dad is a, is, a, is a bad, bad person now. He's also my captain on a starship. We did Galaxy that. Quest. You guys oh, all we did that episode. I love Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub, yeah. 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 Galaxy Quest is great. The which reminds me, the documentary uh just came out about Galaxy Quest. I need to, I need to go oh. watch it. Is it a good thing? <clears throat> I don't is know. Is it gonna ruin my enjoyment? I don't know. <laughs> I hear it's good and it doesn't ruin enjoyment. Oh, thank God. I hope, because I actually really love that movie too. Yeah. So Galaxy Quest is great. But it's not the Santa Claus and a movie that is far more themed in the season of the holidays, which yep. is now. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I said Phoenician brought this up to us. So it sounds like in some cases, all of us have seen this at one point. Uh, who, like, I feel like I haven't seen it in the past 10 years-ish. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, who's been the most recent? I would probably say I was about the same, but I did see it probably 15 or 20 times while growing up, at least. Yeah, I'd say it's been about a decade since yeah, I've seen it Yeah, because we had, like, the, this is a Disney uh, property. Oh, so. yeah, and they let you know. Uh, yes, they do. Yes. There are many references to, like, Disney Channel. There's, like, dialogue about it in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had and one Denny's. of those. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Denny's. Yeah, I had the uh, clamshell VHS, because mm-hmm. this actually oh. had one of those, like, Disney clamshell releases with the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I want to say was the same exact size as all the other Disney movies as well. The, like, actual clamshell. So Ooh. it it's a bit weird because they didn't do many live actions in that, like, release format. Yeah, it was that. usually the paper one, right? Yeah, it was usually, <clears throat> like, the slipcover or yeah. whatever. Um, but, yeah, I distinctly remember this being a clamshell and having it, like, in the Disney library that we had. And now, of course, it's on Disney+, Plus, which is how I rewatched it uh, mm-hmm. before oh, okay. this. Uh, in HD, which is funny because this movie was clearly shot in probably standard format at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it is a little weird to see it in HD, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, um, I mean, not offensive. It was not offensive seeing it up Some movies, like, you don't want to see them 
in 4K at ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter, classic example. Ooh, I got to yeah. see that in 4K. <laughs> uh, so, yes, it's a terrible movie. We all know that. But uh, it's famous for looking like a college shot on video when you watch it in Blu-ray. Because it was Ooh. never meant to be up ever. And so it totally looks like you're watching like a, a actual shot by students. <laughs> Movie. That's amazing. But I want to watch M. Bison fly through the air in Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, this this was a classic in the household because, of course, my parents loved Home Improvement. Um, I am probably going to be the only dissenter here who's not the biggest fan of this movie, oh, okay. just because I wasn't a big sitcom person. Um, but uh, you know, of course my family like watched this movie. It was a big thing for us to all like get together and watch it. I had the Comet the Reindeer doll. Oh! The, the, the little plushy. Of, was it plush? Yeah, yeah. The plushy. Okay. I mean, it's busy. They're going to market whatever they can market oh, out of here. Oh, of course. So I had the little reindeer That's stuffed adorable. animal, which did was great. Did he eat candy? He did not. He oh. Did, no. But he did make uh, those grunting noises that he oh. makes in it. Oh, my um, God. Which scared me. I remember like being... <laughs> Because I had this old wooden toy box, and like when we moved, we put it in the in the closet, oh, right? Yeah. And then like all of a sudden, I think because when it starts dying, the battery kind of starts It'll making fire. sounds. Yeah. And yeah, I was, yeah. In the middle of the night, it happened, and I ran to my mom's room. And it turned out it was that, and it happened the second time too with uh, Tommy the Explorer doll from Rugrats. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and it's and he would say like, "Let's go on an adventure." <laughs> <laughs> So like when it's like batteries are wearing down, it's like let's go out on a adventure. Oh man, batteries not included. That is that is nearly as good as all the time you would just find a different cassette to put inside of a Teddy Rubskin and oh. just make the thing go psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and start spinning around. Oh. Um, I love you, <laughs> uh, Jesse. You might actually be in uh, equal car- territory because uh, the IMDb for Santa Claus is only a six point four meaning that uh, a wish for wings at work is higher than a Santa Claus. It's the I mean, same as the other I one. Mean, <laughs> I mean. I mean, equal to happy feet. Here's the thing. About, <laughs> here's the thing about IMDb accounts. Anyone can get them. I'm just like. <laughs> not, all of, not all of them are good. But I, IMDb has this false image of people thinking that the reviews are somehow weighted more carefully because of all the professionals that use it. I assure you that it's not the case. <laughs> any any comedy movie, I, I pretty much guarantee you any comedy movie that's not like yeah. super artistic or whatever is going to be like in the sixes yeah. or six or seven. I honestly would be what Ghostbusters would be on here. Oh, I bet it's super high. I think okay. Ghostbusters is like a lightning in the bottle movie, as Red Letter Media once said. It's like it's a rare comedy that works like on multiple levels. Uh, this movie, Christmas, you know, themed Santa Claus is more. Um, how how well, would Christmas I put is it? Divi- uh, is divisive already. Yeah, so it, it's already people may like not just put enjoy in a Christmas. box. Yeah, yeah, it's very like segmented genre. And I think the beginning of the movie doesn't do it any favors. Yeah, we didn't go to that one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ghostbusters itself has a 7.8 on IMDb. Oh, okay. Also, I just found out there's Blast a Ghostbusters 2020 with Paul Rudd coming out. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. Huh? Uh, it's See the bad guy? Is he Zool? Or? Yeah. They're going to have the living Ghostbusters in it as well. So it's very controversial. I Ooh. mean, the living original Ghostbusters. Right. Hmm. 
Um, well, how about we get down to the Santa Claus? So we've all seen it in some form or another. Yes. Uh, we all have varying happy to middling feelings about the Santa Claus yeah. before starting. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about uh, your dinner at Denny's. Uh, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about uh, having a American institution. Uh, having a like dad that just dunks on psychiatrists constantly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about uh, putting on a dead man's clothes. Yeah. So, so Josh, where are you leaning in? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying uh, it's time for us to go ahead and talk about the Santa Claus. secret about this movie it actually has a good soundtrack yeah is that yeah. song in the movie because i yeah it is yeah i feel like i just didn't notice how good that, it was so sabrina you know the scene oh it's when they the sleigh it lands in the north pole yeah and the elf the elf comes out to oh, with yeah. the pole that's yeah, when yeah, it yeah. starts with the buttons yes. oh yeah. wow okay yeah that's why i didn't notice i think it's also isn't it in the credits uh, it might be, uh, or some like orchestral version of it. Like, there's a few, there's a few different like uh, soundtrack stings that happen yeah. during this movie, yeah. and mm. kind of going through it, it was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just figuring out like, oh, the guy that did the soundtrack did a pretty good job. Which oh, and was... yeah, you can definitely tell it's that Disney money. Like, they, they got a budget. Mm, that Disney yeah. money. Yeah, they got a budget for this. Uh, like, John Newfield is who did the soundtrack on this. Oh, good old John Newfield. Yep. Yeah. That guy, he's good. Yeah, he's great. Well, <laughs> no one singer, knows what he did. The singer for that song, for that scene, that's Lorena McKinnon. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> kind of hard to go wrong with Lorena McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah see, they had, they had real money <clears throat> for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do this breakdown. The Santa Claus is a 1994 American Christmas fantasy family comedy film written by Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's never gonna beat uh, family horror, but it's still a lot. Uh, (laughs) Written by Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick, and directed by John Pasquin, is the first film of the Santa Claus film series, and stars Tim Allen as Scott Calvin, an ordinary man who accidentally causes Santa Claus to fall from his roof on Christmas Eve when he and his young son Charlie finish St. Nick's trip and deliveries, they go to the North Pole where Scott learns that he must become the new Santa and convince those he loves that he is indeed Santa Claus. Yeah. This this movie. Uh, So, I feel like this movie may have been beloved by some and possibly really not liked by others. And the reason I say that is that the opening of this movie is 
very dated. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Very problematic. Very uh, it's problematic. extremely problematic. I actually had completely forgotten about the opening of this film. Clearly, my childhood mind had been like, ignore that. Boring adults are talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we open at a Christmas party. A company Christmas party at this big swanky, like multi-level office of a toy company, and uh, Tim Allen is playing one of the like chief marketing executives or something. Mm-hmm. And him and his partner have just like you know sunk a bunch of sales with their new doll, and this so they're all celebrating record-breaking and, yeah. profits. They say, yeah. and so they, and that's and the the guy who says that is the guy from Young Frankenstein and uh, oh. the dad from Ray Romano uh, from, from Ray Romano Raymond. Raymond. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. That, that made me happy to see that too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like famous actors in this as well, and uh, so they're doing the like whole toast thing, and <laughs> Tim Allen's like starts his, his half of the toast, and he's like, which by I should add to half of the toast, he's basically like his female like. Uh, help in the like uh, marketing sides like yeah you know glad everything and he just kind of like butts is it like hey yeah so we did a great job and it's like uh, yeah. I think he literally does say enough of that <laughs> well she, she's like very humble about it too she's like oh this was really a team effort and she's like very humbly like you know thanking everyone and he's like but enough about that like he's like I all, you know blah 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 it's holidays our families aren't here which I know because uh, what's his name? Secretary is sitting in his lap. Am oh, I right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody looks over and they're like, hey. hey. When the family's away, Santa Claus will play. <laughs> I immediately was like, wait, this was in this? Wait, yeah, what? Yeah. I had forgotten that part. Uh, luckily, it doesn't carry on that much through the film. Oh, luckily, they, it's not that. Yeah, <laughs> they skate past. Thankfully, they do not stop. For that joke, there's like some ha 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 ha, and then they immediately move on. And I was like, oh, thank God. They do do another <laughs> sexist joke though, where he's driving on the freeway oh, and he right. goes like, he starts blaming a fictional woman because the the freeway is completely clear, but he's lying to uh, his, his ex wife, yeah. saying yeah. that it's completely tra- uh, crowded, and he goes, oh, it's like. Oh, lady, learn how to drive. You're going over all these lanes, kind yeah. of thing. And, and then he goes, oh, and it's not very ladylike. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're supposed to not really like Scott Calvin in the beginning. But but it doesn't have any teeth either. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're not supposed to like him, but then his first encounters with, like, Charlie is he's taking this kind of, like... So basically his mom and his new dad or whatever the situation with the, the psychiatrist guy yeah, is. Yeah, the boyfriend or whatever um, he is. A yeah. stepdad. A like, stepdad, yeah. okay. They're clearly playing this entire thing of like, well, they don't believe in Santa Claus. And like, it's definitely played in a way where it's just like, listen, like, the the way that you would do this normally is like, oh, you know, Charlie hasn't has been thinking that Santa Claus isn't a thing anymore. Because uh, of the bully in his class, yeah. Right. Yeah. And the way that you would normally do that is like, oh, okay, he's kind of taking that. But Scott has kind of this, like, uh, weird thing where he's like, well, why doesn't he believe in Santa? Like, he should believe in Santa. Like, so it's this weird thing where he has this, like, childhood wonder, let's still keep it going kind of Well, for this, I think his son. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just trying to be a good dad, and I think he knows he's not the best dad. Yeah. Like, I think he does know, like, okay, I'm kind of a crummy dad, like, also, I need to... Also, it's pushing against the stepdad who yeah. told him that Santa's not real, that Santa is just an essence and a feeling. Yeah. It's so, not yeah. real person. The stepdad is a clinical psychiatrist. <clears throat> 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the mo- like, and is who is the guy who plays it? Because I uh, his name. it's a judge. Um, right hole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, basically, his his purpose in life is more or less just to get dunked on in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this, he does have. Yeah. It's, it's true. tough because uh, for such a long time, this has already come up before in the last episode. Psychiatrists were like the the ones to be dunked on in the eighties and nineties. Not real doctors. Yeah. They made that joke a lot. Yeah. Like oh, that, just watch Bones a few times. Yeah, yeah, they get dunked on a lot. Um, which is you know part of that's cultural. Like uh, a lot of people in the United States are like not willing to accept um, you know mental health as a legitimate field. Whereas in every other country, they're like, what is wrong with the United States? But <laughs> in this movie especially, it's very like inflated to the point where every time it comes up, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, he's not a real doctor. <laughs> also with Bones, it was a different thing. It was more an anthropology versus yeah. psychology thing because she was saying, what can't you... What can't you learn for anthropology that you would need psychology for? That was her thing. It wasn't yeah. because psychology isn't a real field. This is uh, the now Bones defense <laughs> argument. Yeah, I mean, I can go into Bones. I've seen every single season except for the most recent one. Um, but oh, yeah, boy. The beginning, so the beginning already is like, okay, yeah, this like, is the beginning. We're, like, we're, we're supposed to not like Scott, but still we're supposed to like it. I just feel it doesn't have enough teeth for us to be like, oh, we hate this guy. We don't see him miss a soccer practice or like fail to pick Charlie up. Like there are yeah. easier ways to make him look like kind of a bad dad. Like, so, so I want to get into again about the talking about Santa Claus and whether oh, or not yeah. it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my wife actually have had this conversation in this oh, past yeah. month. Wow, yeah, because you know, soon I'm going to be graduating in a couple of years and yeah, we're yeah. going to want to start trying. And we were talking about like whether or not we should tell like our kid is Santa yeah, yeah. real, and I'm all for it. I'm like, they. I want our kid to kind of be in this imagined world where yeah, anything yeah. can happen and have this bright, uh, like just this, just belief that yeah. there's magic in the world. And my wife is on the opposite side where it's like, we just explained that it's a fictional character, that they're not real. That they're, No, they're it's real. Totally. It. Anybody listening on the, it's totally kid, <laughs> it's, yeah, kids. Yeah. It's real. Santa's real. All yeah, right. And keep it's going. Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it, it was this conversation. It, it's, I think every parent's going to have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but for me, it's, it was like, yeah, I enjoyed the idea of that. There is a Santa Claus. And yep. I, I grew out of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, I I liked that part because I found it relatable, especially yeah, now yeah. as an older as as hopefully a future par- parent, I find it very relatable. I think not only is it relatable, but I think with the internet, it's now probably one of the most complicated topics. As uh, that's true, you know, so many things become complicated for parents. Uh, you know, you got to be like, oh, yeah, the internet says Santa isn't real, huh? Well. What does the internet know? <laughs> uh, is Santa a truther? Like, oh no. Santa isn't real. Slender Man. on the other hand. Oh my God, don't even get me started. <laughs> Please, I don't want to see oh. Santa's Twitter account. No. <laughs> Bigfoot? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to show you this little film series called Marble Hornets. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it, he also like, they're trying to walk this very fine gray line where we're not supposed to hate the dad. Right. We're supposed to be 
like worried for him maybe right yeah because of all this complicated stuff but we're definitely not supposed to hate him yeah they like go out of their way to like show all the interactions of him with the kid to be very like he's trying yes he's not very good but the kid the kid kid is totally off yeah the kid does not want to be there at all pick me up as soon as the sun comes up (laughs) i think that's basically what he says to his mom please come back immediately for me and right off the bat they do the whole divorced dad joke thing where he can't cook dinner and he like sets the turkey on fire Mm -hmm. which which i enjoyed not because it, it is it is well tread uh, area, but yeah, the way they yeah. said it, it's like, oh man, like yeah. that's why you always have a good fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> the kid, the kid goes like, Dad, those flames are really big, and it's like, yeah, that that is true. And then like suddenly the oven catches on yeah. fire again. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, yeah, you what, can see like, the flame in the back, like the yeah. prop is still going off. And, and of and, course, that is an homage to Home Improvement as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I gotta say, uh, Tim Allen, and, but especially the kid, I thought the kid is a really good actor. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. for this. Yep. Well, he was really good. Not you can't always sell the dad those flames were really big line with he actually seemed like concerned. Yes. <laughs> like selling that line as a kid is not easy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he do, um, he does some crying at the end of the movie where I'm like Good job. Yeah. yeah you, you. And the Oscar goes to <laughs> small child. All right. To uh, Moonlight. What? <laughs> so uh, I'll uh, go ahead and read this through. Scott Calvin, Tim Allen, a successful toy salesman, prepares to spend Christmas Eve with his son, Charlie, Eric Lloyd. Scott convinces Charlie that Santa Claus is real despite not believing himself. Scott's wife, Laura, Wendy Crewson, and her psychiatrist husband, Dr. Neil, Neil Miller, the mentioned Judge Reinhold, both stopped believing in Santa Santa at a young age and feel that Charlie needs to do so as well. After Scott reads The Night Before Christmas to Charlie and tucks him into bed, Santa's sleigh lands on the roof and wakes Charlie. Charlie wakes up Scott, who hears Santa's footsteps on the roof and assumes that it is an intruder. <laughs> Can we briefly, since they skimmed over it, talk about the world's saddest Denny's? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is full of just dads and <laughs> just a big giant group of Japanese. Japanese yeah, there's and a racist. Party. It's a racist joke because it leads up before showing the Asian party. They go like Denny's. It's always open. It's an American institution. Quick cut uh... to a bunch of Asian people sitting in the Denny's having a party, a Christmas party. And the Japanese end of the year workplace party is like a huge deal. Like uh, this is a complete random aside of knowledge that you don't need but they would go someplace like fancy for that not a denny's yeah that's a little weird um but maybe you know they had a company in the area and denny's was the only place that was open yeah Um, you know that's especially in smaller suburbs it is yeah pretty far off in the suburbs especially in smaller cities and that was really common still in the 90s i think that's like gone down quite a bit in recent years uh but yeah in the 90s you still find a lot of places closed on christmas eve yeah for sure i um but it is very sad dad who all have who have their kids there like they they all have burn wounds it's all single dads yeah (laughs) and like i actually felt kind of bad for like divorced kids watching this movie because i'm like this is either cheering them up or it's too real. Like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. My dad would have done that, too. Yeah. I've was, been to Denny's. It wasn't Denny's. It was Sherry's, but still the same. <laughs> they didn't have apple pie there. Either. Also, yeah, they're out no! of They're out no! of everything. Of all the places. Yeah. Sherry should have Sherry's apple pie. pie. We're out of pies, oh, kids. No! Yeah. 
they're out of chocolate milk, and he's like, regular milk's fun. Oh, so oh, it was so cute, though. But I loved how they sat in it. Yeah, they, oh, they yeah. Literally, they literally kind of just took away all the sound yep. and just sat in the moment after, like, the, the waitress goes, like, we don't have any apple pie. Yep. And it was, like, a full 30 seconds where it's just, like, awkward awkward dad sitting next to awkward son don't know what to do don't know what to say because that is real yeah (laughs) very real very relatable so i really like them staying on that for a little bit yep all right so then we get santa arriving the intruder uh so then rushing outside yeah i mean basically he thinks that there's an intruder tells uh tells you know uh charlie (laughs) before that happens though they do a call back after the reading where he goes like uh because the kid oh, yeah. goes like, "Hey, can you cook? Like, put out cookies?" And he goes like, "Okay, I'll preheat the Tim Allen goes, I'll preheat the oven." And the kid goes like, "Don't forget the fire extinguisher." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really yeah. cute. <laughs> and there, there's a scene where he's talking about the intruder, and he's just like, "Do you know how to call nine one one?" He's like, "Yeah, nine one one." It's like, "Okay, good. I'll be there. Stay there." Uh, all right, rushing outside, Scott startles Santa, causing him to lose his balance and fall off the roof. Scott finds a card in the pocket of Santa's suit that states, if something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do, after which Santa vanishes. Uh, so we should... After waving bye, yeah. <laughs> even though he's dead. Yeah. yeah. He's dead, and I couldn't decide if it was meant to be like, oh, he's waving at Charlie, because he like briefly sees Charlie like step into frame, and I was like, what? Wait. What? <laughs> what? This is, is me. Good, good, goodbye, cruel world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving the movie now. It's not just any wave, right? Like, it's a little glove-friendly wave a at a child. A sad nod of a glove. Sa- yeah, it's like... This, well, this is me dying. Yeah. Um, so, so, he see, so is he murdered or does he vanish? It's not answered. But I do want to just... Because this has always been a question for me in this movie. So Tim Allen has a son. Yes. Okay. What ha- if the, did the re- original Santa have a family? And like, if he did, what happened to the family? Because there's they talk about Mrs. Claw, like because they only say you have eleven months to get your affairs in order. Yeah, right? yeah. So if Tim Allen died per yeah. se as Santa Claus, what happens to his son, his family? I mean, they just keep living. They like he on. he yeah. lives forever. He's got the claws now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just like, if Miss Claus is living with him in the North yeah. Pole, <laughs> you're, you're my like, husband you're, now. You're, your husband died, and get the heck out. <laughs> hey, I. <laughs> we're not there yet, but Bernard has clearly seen some stuff. Okay. <laughs> And I think a follow-up Santa Claus, there is, a, like, a Miss Claus in Yes, it. So, there is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does find a Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you do bring up a very good point of just, if there was a Mrs. Claus already there. <laughs> oh, just well, hangs I guess you're my husband now. <laughs> or, I mean, or it's Bernard, who clearly has just seen too much, <laughs> you know, goes in and is like, the lead elf. It's it's um <laughs> it's happened. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna send you back to where you came from. <laughs> Can you send me his body? You know how this. Well, it works. disappeared. So. Yeah, you know how maybe, this works. Maybe when Mister Claus disappears, Mrs. Claus also disappears. Oh, <laughs> That's terrible. Just, just Bernard's there. Bernard's there, and he just goes to an intercom and goes Institute Order sixty six. Yeah. But they had some yeah. That's the thing. When the also, new Santa there's Claus, no grieving. Yeah, yeah. I would no. like to point out the zero grieving. They all were expecting. They were all expecting. 
crafting a new Santa Claus. So part of me thinks, did the first Santa Claus like plan to die here? Because he was like, I'm so old. I've been doing this for thousands of years. Well, my fan theory is that he was so unliked by the elves who were clearly working themselves to death <laughs> like yes. slaves. And, and clearly he was holding them back because they immediately got to giving him upgrades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so they didn't care about the old Santa yeah. to give him a fire retardant suit or like anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see. You're rushing outside. Okay. So we'll move on to this one. Uh, here's a good joke that I'm going to stop this sentence halfway to, through. Charlie climbs onto the roof via a ladder which he ma- which has magically appeared. Yep. The yeah. rose such a clatter. Yes, yep. company ladder. Yes. yes. That was yes. that was a good joke. And when the when the Santa Claus disappears, uh Charlie goes like Santa's disappeared. Like you had to put on the clothes and then like I think it's just off a cuff like joke. Tim Allen goes like He's naked somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a throwaway, a throwaway. and they kept it. Yeah, because it's like he obviously doesn't believe the guy just disappeared. So he yeah. just he's just he's naked somewhere, Santa running around. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I I laughed really hard when I heard yeah. that one. Yeah, and uh, so of course he's gonna chase his son up the ladder. Yes, yeah, so- like he's not gonna let his son stay on a roof because he you know he starts petting the reindeer and I mean Santa Claus just fell off that roof. Yeah, the kid had no problem getting up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like he's like, ah, oh, Charlie, come back down yeah. here. Like, his son really does not listen to his dad. No, <laughs> oh, not at all. Not anywhere yeah. in this does he like listen to what he's saying. And he immediately meets Comet, who is I guess the comic relief. In addition to there already being a lot of comedy in this movie, yeah, you gotta have some anthropomorphized That's animal fair. in Disney at some and, point, and that <laughs> merch, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotta have that merch. <laughs> so yes, uh, Charlie climbs up, finds Santa's sleigh and ladder. Scott follows him into the sleigh, which flies off to continue delivering presents. Yep. Persuaded by Charlie, Scott puts on the Santa suit and delivers a few gifts before the reindeer take them to the North Pole. I don't know about uh, persuaded. It was like more like a guilt trip. <laughs> uh, the one reindeer growled at him. You never do him. anything that Comic I want to do. Comic growled at him. How come everything I want to do is stupid? stupid. Yeah. Super and then so trip. he was guilted Whoa. into doing it. Thanks for guilting me into a lifetime of work. Servitude, yeah. yeah. But there's so many great little off-the-cuff comments. Yeah. Like he when he puts on the thing, he's like, I hope the guy who lives here is a tailor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when he gets when he has a Mary Pop Mary Poppins bag kind of thing and he lifts up into the air. Yeah. He goes like it's a, like the kid goes, oh, "Are you okay?" And he goes, "It's okay. I lived through the '60s." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That which was, was so which great. is good. And I'm just like, "Ha ha ha, Tim Allen, <laughs> you got arrested for cocaine." I know that joke. <laughs> and then Santa's lactose intolerant to the kid. And, <laughs> and matter, that is so good. Matter of fact, uh, uh, this is the one movie where Disney had to change their policy for not. Uh, allowing cons to actually be in their movies. Wait, really? They have a policy oh. to not allow convicts to actually yeah. take part in their movies, and they uh, they relaxed it for Tim Allen. Was oh. he really considered a convict? He was. Yeah. He was in prison for it's possession of cocaine. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, schedule one. Yeah, so. and the and Judge Reinhold was an arsonist for a long time. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah, as you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, 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 no he's kidding. He's kidding. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, cocaine schedule one drug. So I believe his possession was like a felony level mm-hmm. possession. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, because of how it's scheduled. So. Jeez. Yeah, and Disney is real strict about that stuff. Yeah. Let, let me tell you what. As someone who briefly worked for them, I can attest. <laughs> You go through like multiple background checks. Uh, like I, my background checks took 
I want to say two or three weeks to complete. So they have everything short of maybe they do even have my DNA. I don't know. They got everything. Do, do they have There's to do now. a drug test? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I did. I, I have yet to go to work for a company that requires like they say they re- might require a drug test. No one's ever actually done one. Don't out yourself like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm not no, outing they myself. Did. And, They've but, got like my fingerprints. I mean, so I used to be. Um, yeah, there's now a porg version of Jesse somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if you work at a dispensary, they have a different kind of drug test. For you yeah. <laughs> mm. Ooh, free samples? <laughs> yeah, sommelier. <laughs> yeah, before I was in the game industry, I taught English in Japan. So I've done like a ton of like FBI style background checks because they always make sure teachers are not. You yeah. Know, you don't want people around your kids who haven't been thoroughly background checked. That's right. totally fine. Yeah. But I was like astounded by the fact that Disney's background check was probably more rigorous than like the FBI of Japan essentially. (laughs) I was like, well, they know I'm clean. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that's Tim Allen was their exception probably because I don't think many people knew that. Like no. I, yeah, he and was he also went, on Tool Time, which is an ABC right. show. Yeah, he so was he was, he was TV's dad. Yeah, he was yeah. TV's dad. I feel like nobody was really talking about the fact that he had a conviction, right? And also, I feel like a lot of people in the '80s and early '90s got the "oh shrug, there was a lot of cocaine in Hollywood" excuse, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you also had Roseanne. I mean, well, especially now, well, like even yeah. back then, she had very. Very yep. blue material and misogynist or sexist and just uh, yeah, I mean racist they, material, but they she came TV's yeah. mom and so they bent it for Robin Williams as well, who yep. was you know Eddie Murphy. Yep, his HIV stuff. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we can get off that. <laughs> All right, we're going down the rabbit yeah. hole. I, I do like though that uh, going back over time. Uh, that the reason why there's reindeer on the roof is because the comp- uh, the cable company dropped off reindeer because they recently subscribed to the Disney Channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah, that was a stretch. <laughs> We're getting the Disney Channel. There's a product placement. I mean, it's Disney anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit more. Uh, you, you did bring up a, the good point of the two like times that he delivers presents. So you have the one that is essentially him getting chased by a dog, which is like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, you had the... Oh, there were three. Then there was the one where basically it was the joke of just like, oh, the bag can hold anything. So he pulls out a giant like kayak and sets it down and he pulls out the oars and the kayak knocks over the tree. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, But then you have the one with a little girl where basically like he's just crotchety. He's just like, I'm lactose intolerant. (laughs) Like and just barking at her. She's like, go back to sleep. You didn't drink the milk. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I thought you were supposed to be fat. Santa's watching his saturated cars. Yeah. <laughs> saturated fat. Yeah. Santa's watching his saturated fats. Yeah, they. Um, I also love how he lands on three identical mansion row houses. Yeah. yeah. Like, completely unbelievable, just, like, ridiculous-looking sets. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, back in the 90s, everyone had one of those. Oh, yeah. Well, they needed to make sure the houses were big enough to hold his sleigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it be funny if you had just a little crossover at the same time where it gets goes through a chimney and all of a sudden there's just a, a Kevin from... A, Basically, uh, Home Alone, just there with the gun. (laughs) Watch it, fat man. I'm not fat right now. 
There's the, a Molotov cocktail that he somehow <laughs> made to stop him. The uh, I did like the nice touch where the radiator turns into a chimney and he mm-hmm. goes yeah. down a radiator pipe. That was kind of a nice mm-hmm. touch. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people are always like, "Well, what does he do if there's no fireplaces?" Yeah, tons of people don't have chimneys. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's nice that they address that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the the magic bag, like I've already mentioned, kind of off the cuff that. It's like Mary Poppins' magic bag where, mm-hmm. like, she, uh, she can pull anything out of it. Yeah. And, like, with her umbrella, she can fly. And it's yeah, kind yeah. of the same kind of thing with there. Wait, so. then why didn't the first Santa do that? He was wanting to die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, uh, the bag wasn't in his hand when he fell. So maybe he was, like, inspecting the roof or something. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he was taking a leak off the side. He was, like he was looking side. at something. <laughs> when, he was like, looking at something. It looked like clearly. he was going through a bag. Like, why would he need to go through the bag if he just pulls yeah. out whatever he needs to pull out? the time so it's like he wanted to die (laughs) he wanted to move on but like mary poppins is actually santa claus is what i'm trying to get at yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. don't worry i still also have something mentioned here that shows that santa is a wizard from the harry potter series so just so you know yeah yeah. in italy she would be la bufana yeah (laughs) which actually if you look at a picture she does have a magic bag she does fly through the air but she's crotchety. She's not the nice person. She's Aww. not really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so once they arrive at the North Pole, Bernard, played by David Krumholtz, the head elf, explains Yay. to Scott that because he put on the suit, he is subjected to a legal technicality known as the Santa Claus, a mystery of who, a mystery of who will replace Santa, meaning that he has agreed to accept all of Santa's duties and responsibilities. The tiniest print ever mm-hmm. em- embossed around the edge it's of like they his know, business card. It's like, like they all. know they have to trick people into becoming the Santa Claus. Yeah. Which, I'm out! <laughs> I, I have questions yeah, about that. Yeah, that's a little weird. There, there's, a, there's a lot here. I, I do want to say, though, immediately for me, what came to mind, besides from, like, Okay, these elves are probably not unionized, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like, there's a thousand white kids and one black kid. Oh, yeah. There oh, is yeah. no diversity at all, apparently, we also, at Santa's workshop or anywhere that they live in yep. the suburbs. We also immediately see Bernard yell at one of the elves within the first, like, minute of being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say this is likely the upper management of the elf population. <laughs> yeah. So The taller you are, the higher on the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the actor was a teenager at a time too. Yeah. At the yeah. time too, so great yeah. in ten things I hate about you. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. He also he was in another movie we watched uh, recently for the holidays, which is the uh, Adams Family Values. Yes, the oh. Thanksgiving special. I watched yeah. it so long ago. He That's... plays the boyfriend of uh, Wednesday. Is that Adams. the one where they're at camp? Yes. 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 I love that when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah. It's so, very good. Uh, this clause gives him 11 months to get his affairs in order before reporting back to the North Pole on Thanksgiving. Overwhelmed, Scott changes into pajamas and falls asleep. Uh, there's that great scene uh, that I really love here. Well, there's two kind of good ones. The one where he is undressing, and I always remember oh, this. Yeah. Like he takes off the the things in the drawers, drop, and it, there's, these there's these two, two puppets, puppets that are they, just talking, and, and just, then he pulls his pants down. And they go ah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is something though weird and creepy before this. Okay, or like right around there. So. Is it so, the eggnog scene? Yes. Okay. So the kid, the, the I can't remember her name, but the little, the little Judith, Judith, yeah. Judy, gives, yeah. Judy gives her, gives him like the best hot chocolate or eggnog ever. It was hot chocolate. And yeah. she says she like mentions her egg uh, age, and 
No, he she's been refining the recipe for 200 years or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's like, right. and he says something like, oh, you look, look good for your age. Exactly. And then she goes like, oh, I already... Uh, I'm, I'm seeing someone in rapping. I'm seeing someone in rapping. <laughs> and he's and like, like, I wasn't trying to come on to you. <laughs> but he doesn't say that. It's just... Weird. Silence. Just silence. No, because he it's looks at her weird. weird. Cause he's like, wait, I didn't mean it like that, but okay. But it's such a weird yeah, exactly. But it's a yeah, weird, it's weird joke. Yeah. Why is that in there? Yeah, he's it's really a- weird. <laughs> Considering oh she is a, like in real life, she is a child. child. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. And then also, uh, I did like though that when he's going through all the toy area, he does pick up a kid's tool belt. Oh and, yeah, uh, and like he's like, holding it up too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was a nice little touch. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, so overwhelmed, Scott changes into his pajamas and falls asleep. The next morning, he wakes up in his own bed, causing him to believe that it was all a dream until he realizes he's wearing the pajamas from the North Pole. When Charlie proudly tells his class that his father is Santa, Laura, Neil, and the school principal ask Scott, whom they all believe is responsible, to tell Charlie that there is no Santa. Um, there's a few very weird parts that we could add to this. The the opening of the scene that is the, 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 the show and tell is that firefighter. Oh my right? god, yeah, uh, yeah. And that's why, uh, kids, you never want to get, or uh, third degree burns hurt really bad. Uh, it's like, and I'm sorry for your partner. And he just makes this look that he's just like, for a moment he feels like he does a great expression where there's a moment of just like thank you before immediately going back into like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh. Bernard's seen some stuff. He's also seen some stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The, I think the scene that bothered me in this next part of the film is just when they go to the soccer game and uh, yeah. so all the kids like line up to sit on <laughs> Scott's lap. Because there's this, like, I think they're trying to suggest that there's this innate ability for really young children to know that they're in the presence of Santa Claus. Yeah. And they're trying to make it, like, sweet and wholesome. And, of course, the the parents drive up and they think that he is doing this to trick Charlie. Mm -hmm. And so they understandably start freaking out. But they make... Charlie leave his soccer game yeah. rather than be and Scott's <laughs> even like no no I'll leave yeah it's his game yeah. I'll go he yeah. just started playing yeah. and so this is where you start feeling like you are rooting against the mom and the stepdad like this is like the turn yeah. where they're where they're starting to like make you go oh Maybe they're the bad guys. Well, like, it's not that they're the bad guy. It's just, it's one of those situations where if you were in this situation and your ex turns out to be turning into Santa Claus. <laughs> but oh, you, oh, the classic, <laughs> the classic As an adult. As we've all been as there. A, as an adult. I think as an adult, everyone's like, oh my God, this is so weird. I think as a kid watching this movie though, that's like such a nuanced turn that they do in the narrative that any kid is going to be like, they're bad. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But but there's something legitimately like, if you think about it in the adult terms, it's just like, you are having problems connecting to your kid. Your kid believes that you are Santa Claus. Yeah, you could yeah. see somebody going like, Milking my that. kid yeah. likes it the most when he thinks that I'm Santa. So yeah. I'm just going to play up that I'm Santa. 
as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then Which, of course, they immediately accuse him of. Right. right? Yeah. Like, but like, we do see some personal growth from him bef- before that scene where he's started turning his... Where he yeah. wakes up and he's immediately gained a lot of weight and he goes to work and there's the Santa in a tank. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and he just oh, yeah. loses his limb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Santa you can't doesn't... have Santa rolling down the street in a panzer. Look look out, the Kiplers. You might lose your house tonight. <laughs> 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 I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, like, there, it's a lot of fat jokes at that one. Yeah. Um, as well. Um, but the, right after that, it's a doctor scene. Oh, um, that's right. And the doctor is also a jerk doing fat jokes at his expense. Mm-hmm. And then also, how does the doctor not know, like, d- does not think he has arrhythmia? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. checking his art, heart and it's like. Well, he checked his pulse dun, first dun, 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 and his yeah. pulse was perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's, it's like, how does that not affect his pulse? I don't understand. It's the worst doctor Ever. Yeah, you should yeah. Fo- order some follow up tests at the very least. Yeah, <laughs> which is like a sca- uh, It's honestly a it's a pretty scathing indictment because every adult in the United States is just like shrug that how it be. Yeah, a, a doctor. Si- a psychiatrist isn't a doctor. This guy wasn't a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like I'm sure in any other country, like even Canada, like people watching this movie would just not get that part they'd be like that's totally unbelievable yeah <laughs> but like yeah everybody in the united states was like shrug yeah, yeah. it seems like a doctor <laughs> doctors just... yeah <laughs> i mean at this point i do feel kind of bad for scott though because yeah he is turning into santa claus against his will yeah that's fair yeah. because he didn't read the stupid fine print on a business well, card because i think no one could physically read it right like yeah. they, they had it under the most powerful magnifying yes, glass it's yeah. ridiculous a and human no eye cannot see that and he's, right he's trying to keep his relationship with his son he asked his son not to tell people about the santa claus yeah. thing because he doesn't want to like argue with this it's kid our little secret he knows that it yeah. happened but he also can't tell other people that it happened because they'll just think he's crazy too so he has to tell his son not to talk about it. He also doesn't. Secret. He could have just been like, oh, well, it has to stay secret because that's part of the magic or whatever. Yeah. Or that's like how it is. But instead, he just like fumbles through it. He's like, uh, you know, yeah, a secret. Uh, yeah, a secret. Huh? He actually doesn't yeah. say the word secret. Charlie, Charlie does. It. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then he's like, oh, uh, yeah, exactly like that. Like, yeah, he's coming into his Santa powers. Okay, but here's where he gets sexist again. Oh yeah. So he's walking down the street, oh, and God. he's able to know oh, yeah. who's good, who's naughty, and who's nice. And then he yep. walks by this woman in like a short skirt and everything like that, and goes like Veronica, very nice. And he's definitely looking down. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes, "In your dreams, sleigh boy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good line. <laughs> that Still. that I a little bit more can brush off to just the stupidity of the '90s in general. But yes, it's mm-hmm. like oh god. Hey, cat calling's cute. Yeah. yeah, that's a very dated like '90s '80s. Just people did it. Like yeah, it is. It doesn't make it right. I'm just saying people yeah. did it. Okay. <laughs> so this is a woman who grew up through those times, and honestly, like back then, we would just come up with really. Rude and clever ways to respond to catcalling. That right. was that was just how we dealt with it. Yeah. You, were, you were all just stand-up comedians having yes. to deal with hecklers. Yes, we became very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Over the course of the following year, strange things begin to happen to Scott. Scott acquires a liking for sweets, especially milk and cookies. Scott begins to gain a large amount of weight, making his clothes tight. I will say that when he gains weight and he stands on the scale and it's like 195 pounds, I'm like, ha, I wish, <laughs> I wish, yeah. oh, I wish. 
that was <laughs> There is no way he only weighed that much. Yeah. In fairness, though, it does continue going up yes, uh, while he stands on it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I looked at that magic. Like he's like, gaining weight while standing on it. It's magic yeah. fat. Yeah. yeah. The adipose is, mis- is magical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love the beard growing though, because he just keeps trying to shave it, and it's yeah. just like and it grows right back. You get that like there early is a bad CGI, CGI though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the early '90s CG where it's like sprout, and you're like, oh no. I do like the increase of conflict and tension though when he has Charlie taken away. Yeah, that is a great like. Here's high stakes. Yep. Yep. You're gonna lose your kid, and he's yep. already knew this was gonna be an issue, and has already been building, building. So yeah, when he yeah. actually has Charlie taken away. That I thought was I I felt really like that's sad. Yeah. That's yeah. really sad. So let's get there. Uh, eventually, Sorry. his beard starts growing back immediately after shaving. His hair starts instantly turning white after an incident in which several children approach Scott asking for Christmas presents. Laura and Neil believe he is deliberately trying to undermine Charlie and successfully petition a judge to suspend Scott's visitation rights. Yeah. Devastated, Scott goes to Laura and Neil's house on Thanksgiving, where Charlie shows Scott a snow globe that Bernard has given to him finally convincing him that he is Santa. After Scott asks Laura and Neil a minute to talk to Charlie alone, Bernard appears and transports him and Charlie to the North Pole. This wasn't timed very well because I didn't yeah. think it was Thanksgiving. I thought it was like really Christmassy. Yeah, I thought it was, until you said Thanksgiving, I actually thought it was like. Yeah. Because Christ- they didn't really show any time during the summer or the yeah. spring. It just like everything jumps super Yeah, weird. it feels yeah. like it all happens at the same time. And yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, that's right. Because he said they had he had a whole 11 months. Yep. Also, yeah. if they can teleport, why doesn't just Santa teleport to each house <laughs> instead of using a reindeer? Just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, lo- the, it's movie logic. You can't, can't, can't carry the bag. Tradition. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's its own black hole. You can't two black holes together. Oh no. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Going back to here. So yeah, uh, Lauren Neal believes Scott has kidnapped Charlie and contact oh, right. the police. Yeah. yeah, this was another bad choice that yeah. was made. It's like hello. You know that if you leave with him, it's going to cause a problem. Yeah. Yet you still yeah. agree to it. Think, dummy. Yeah. He's uh, Santa. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you He's can't got touch reindeer. Laws huh? don't apply to Santa. I'm in international waters. <laughs> uh, Lauren, the only way I could die is by falling up the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kill me. Kill me and take my suit. <laughs> You kill me, you get, you're now me. Uh, Laura Neal believes Scott has kidnapped Charlie and contact the police at the I North mean, he Pole. he did. Yeah. Okay. Technically kidnapped Technically. <laughs> Technically speaking, yes. Yeah. Uh, at the North Pole, Scott sets out to deliver the gifts with Charlie in tow. However, upon arriving at Laura Neal's house, Scott is arrested. The elves eventually send a crack team of extraction elves to rescue him. Uh yep. Sorry. Now, when he gets to the to the North Pole, I liked that there was this little thing where Quentin is the head of research and development. Oh, and yeah. And then I felt like that was a nod to James Bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. James Bond. Sorry, it is that. <laughs> no, it well, totally was. And then he does all like has all these set up things of just like a flame retardant suit to which yep. Santa yeah. is just kind of like, all right, that's fine, except for the face and head <laughs> and everything is melted. Yeah. Also, can we please address if I fall off the roof? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there's that nice little montage where they're walking down the hallway to this really 
big music and then they just do the, <laughs> the arms randomly. going in front of the chest double pumping kind of give thing. me all your love and all your hugs and kisses too yeah that yeah. was a random song yeah. to choose uh let's see there and is charlie is a magic tech genius apparently nobody else at santa claus oh, workshop yeah. has thought about any of these yeah. things yeah <laughs> he's got all this stuff figured out <laughs> i love the sleigh is just like cd all right compact disc no Cocoa dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> and then a cookie pops out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, Santa's not going to get enough cookies tonight, but okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He, you know, he just, he's got a high, meta- high meta- <laughs> metabolic. Metabolism? Yeah, yeah, metabolism. Yeah. That thing. Magic takes a lot of calories yeah. in order to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do-do-do. Elves seem that crack team. Uh, Scott returns to Laura and Neil's house, which neither of them seem particularly minding that the guy that they just arrested 30 minutes ago is back with Charlie? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so wait. So this is why I was extra confused. So yeah. it was Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, so has there been a month that is a Yeah. 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 Okay. That's how they were able to build all that stuff. They did it between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and then basically he cu- he gets arrested when he shows up and he's leaving gifts and then goes to jail, gets knocked out of jail the same night, returns the same night with Charlie, and they're holding on to Charlie and they're just like, you guys ain't going to notice that the guy you think kidnapped him is like 20 feet away? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! I, I just, so first off, they're stopping and frisking Santa Claus just randomly yeah. <laughs> on the streets. They're just—they don't give him any warning. They don't acknowledge who they are. Yeah. Anything like that. So this is really real. They're doing—they're doing pit maneuvers. <laughs> this is pretty, yeah. Uh, but the other thing is though, it's so the elves have rocket packs now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so these yeah. ones can't teleport or transport anywhere. Yeah. So is Bernard special in this? Is this like something? Listen, you can't give them all say, that power. Okay, they do say he's very old because he has the like uh, ancient snow globe, super magical. He's like, oh, it's right. very, very old. Oh, there's like, also there's also an interesting point about the elves as well in this movie and the fact that they're everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Like if you look closely, there are elves. Anytime that there are other kids, there are elves. Yeah. yeah. They're like the men in black. Yeah, they are. <laughs> one and, of us. One of us. If you look in the school scene, the the uh, kid that is directly behind Charlie is an elf, and there's an actual point in the movie where they have like an over shoulder shot of him, and you can clearly see that ear if you actually yeah. notice yeah. it. Like yeah, yeah. It, they make it really apparent in some points, but they're just like scattered everywhere. By, by the way, when Charlie is missing. For like this month long. Oh, yeah. They receive a crackly voice phone call yeah. from, from Charlie. Save yeah. Are you are you okay? Shh. I'm great. I'm at the North Pole plague with a bunch of elves. Like, how freaky. <laughs> that is so scary. And now knowing that it's like a full month that has transpired. Yeah. Oh, I would be freaking those the heck poor out. Parents. Yeah. yeah. Any parent would just be like freaking out yeah, yeah. So that was he, a bad decision on scott's part yeah. yeah and so when like he comes back when scott comes back at the end i'm like i would have like punched him at the very least yeah that's yeah. that's why i think ultimately i'm not the biggest fan of this movie like i i think there are some nice moments mm-hmm. but the like overall narrative i just am like what what? <laughs> yeah, there were some odd choices in there. And I mean, as a kid, you probably don't think about yeah, it that Yeah, you don't hard, notice it. Yeah, you don't notice it as a kid. Yeah. You yeah. focus on the pretty parts at the North Pole. Santa's workshop is, like, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They, like, you know, they make it look like giant Santa land. Mm-hmm. Very, very pretty. And there's all sorts of stuff to, like, keep kids engaged, right, from 
these adult, more adult uh, themes yeah. about divorce, yeah. right? And sharing like, custody of a child. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me let me just knock this one home real quick. Uh, Scott returns to Laura Neal's house, manages to convince him that he is Santa, and asks Charlie to spend Christmas with them as they are his family too. Laura decides to burn the papers banning Scott's visitation rights and tells him that he can visit anytime. Bernard then appears and tells Charlie that if he shakes his snow globe at any time, his father will appear. Before leaving, Scott and Laura Neal uh, uh, gives Laura Neal two Christmas presents as they never got as children, which caused their belief in disbelief in Santa. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Shortly after he leaves, Charlie summons Scott back home with the new snow globe. Laura agrees to let Charlie go with Scott to finish delivering the gifts, and the two head off into the limelight. Or into Which, the light. By the way, by the way, by the way, kids, burning papers doesn't make the yeah. uh, injunction. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the lawyers have their own copy. <laughs> They're like on file. If that was the case, you could have just burned that card that you got. Yeah. <laughs> called it a day. Also, it's illegal lessons in this movie, kids. Uh, yeah. I, I do. I did find the ending very sweet, very adorable. Yeah. And I did tear up a little bit. It, there is a nostalgia factor part of it. Oh, but sure. it's also yeah. Yeah. it's a very I, I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say that there is a continued dunking on Neil considering the fact that his, oh, yeah. the yeah. thing the thing that he wanted was a weenie whistle. Yeah. And that like he stopped believing it. Three. Yeah. What are the last? I didn't get my weenie whistle. Santa don't exist. I'll be a psychiatrist when I get old, Mom. <laughs> and destroy Santa for every other child out there. Oh, yeah. I, I, one of the last lines is a burn on, on Neil where uh, Neil's talking to Charlie and Neil goes like, you're going to make a great psychiatrist someday. And then Charlie turns away from Neil and goes, nah, I'm going into the family business. Which means you're going to kill your father? <laughs> yeah. Burn yeah. Judge Reinhold's burn. Uh, but I, yeah. do love, I do love when Judge Reinhold's like finally believes or like thinks he believes and goes, Santa? Yeah, that was really adorable. Always, always like and then part. immediately like feels like he's going insane because he's just he walks away with like hands on his head going, No, I'm being sucked into his illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, but uh, I will say, and it's, I don't want to like bring real life into it, but it's hard not to have to have like use have presentism, but like when the cops are all standing around outside his house with like M16s and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And then suddenly yeah. Santa Claus is being lifted in the air and flying around, and they all think he's a kidnapper. Yeah. I don't think that this would have ended in real I mean, in real life as a Santa, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. hard. I also like how they send, yeah. So, first of all, they send the like SWAT team because, like, standard issue is not the ELFS. Ah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's problematic. Yeah. I uh, I tried to like have an open mind while I was rewatching this too, because I'm like, just remember, it came out in early '90s, so it's gonna be some weird stuff in it, yeah. and there are still some heartwarming moments. Thankfully, that hold up. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise, it would be far more painful to get through. Like, right. yeah, and it's not just like a deluge of. Fat jokes. Oh, God, sexism. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a joke. Racist joke. Uh, I mean, so there's not really a racist jokes. joke. But, but I mean, yeah. it makes sense for Tim Allen now, so. Yeah. <laughs> also, presentism. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, do you like how, so I noticed in this movie they've given him, like, the salt and pepper hair, the salt and pepper grays at the very beginning of the movie. Like, the I, mean, front I think of his it kind of looks good like that. And, just... <laughs> no, no, it does. I'm just saying, like, he's still playing dads on TV yeah. with the yeah. same dyed hairstyle. Yeah. And I, I was just like, wait, how old is Tim Allen? Oh, he's been playing this character a long time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he, he does do at one point, though. Like, he gets shocked or something like that, and he does the classic, oh, Well, when he does the ho-ho-ho, he still sounds like his yeah. character. Yeah, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I'm pretty like, sure. They oh, leaned oh, into oh. it a lot more in the second one as well, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but when they get the gifts and the gifts come down, like, uh, that's emotional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, those are the parts that redeem this movie yeah. from its, like, 90s-ness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dizzy knows how to make people yeah. get the feels, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, let me uh, let me drop some trivia on you first. When Scott and Charlie are leaving the North Pole in the sleigh and past the moon, it is a distinct Mickey Mouse logo. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hidden Mickeys, yep. Uh, we said E.T. <laughs> We had the elves throughout the movie uh, where you can find them in multiple places. There were other uh, people that were considered for Scott Calvin slash Santa Claus. One of those was Bill Murray. Whoa, that would have real <laughs> changed the tone of this film. Way more sarcastic. The other sure. was Chevy Chase. No. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. Tim Allen actually fits the bill way better than either of those. Yeah, two. absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. Chevy Chase would have made it too like uh, vacation esque. Yeah, right. Like, would have been a little ho- bit more hokey. Yeah, hokey. A little bit more mean like, too, because in vacation he's a little yeah, bit more. He he gets yeah. mean. Yeah, like Tim Allen does play like a good. Everyone loves this guy because. He's not the best at everything, but he makes jokes and he does his best type of thing. Like, he yeah, he also does... needs to be a believable dad, right? Yeah, like yeah. Bill Murray, does... a believable dad is not. No, <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Yeah, Tim Allen has a lot of experience being a dad on TV and on yeah. movies, so he was definitely the better choice. Uh, Brian Cranston was considered for Neil. <laughs> I am the one. What? I am the one who psychs. Brad uh, Cranston has some quite a bit of depth. Yeah, like Malcolm in the Middle. He's yeah. a fine dad. Like, yeah, I could totally see that. I think that would work pretty well. Also, he was doing a lot smaller roles back then. So, yeah. Wow, I could see it. But I mean, they probably took Tim Allen for the like. Disney loves to like uh, use their like pool of stars across multiple platforms mm-hmm. uh like if you know anything about the failed opening of california adventure uh there was a ride uh that was a limousine ride where you passed all sorts of like famous people oh in yeah Hollywood. i heard about that yeah superstar limo it's like one of the worst theme park rides of all time <laughs> but it's full of all their like basically corral of like Disney celebrities hmm. like Whoopi Goldberg's in there uh, oh. Regis Philbin was in there like they've got all the like ABC and James Dis- Earl Jones Disney movie uh no I don't think he was in it but yeah they've got um the ones who agreed to be on the <laughs> ride uh but yeah it's like uh on f- that ride was like doomed to fail for a number of reasons chief among which 
Uh, it used to be a high-speed paparazzi limo chase, and then they had to change it in the last, I think, six months because of Princess Diana's paparazzi uh, death. Yep. Yeah, and so... Whoa, how long ago was California Adventure? Uh, 90-something. Oh, wow, I thought it was a lot more recent. No, it's okay. it's older than that. Um, yeah, it... Uh, so if you ever look up that ride, that's like all the stable of Disney stars that they love to recycle in the 90s anyway. Hmm. Now yeah. it's like changed, obviously. Hey, yeah. look, it's Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah Drew it's Carey's Ellen. in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, one more thing that I'll add, in, or actually two more. Uh, one, uh, Charlie actually had to wear fake teeth in the movie what? because his front teeth got knocked out. Oh, oh. So okay. he had to wear... Uh, All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, he very wow. much lived that life. Uh, and also... You gotta do a fight with an elf. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the one scene in the movie where Santa, where Scott's captured and he's there with the police and they're yep. just saying, you know, say his name and he just comes up with like, Sinterklaas, like uh, Santa, like... Uh, and then he Uh-oh. says... So that's the <laughs> so that's the one I actually want to talk about because that's actually not a name for Santa. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. so. Uh, so when Scott Calvin is giving alternate names for Santa Claus at the police officer yeah, or for yeah. the police officer, Scott actually oh, yeah. intimidates Ed Sullivan when he says the last name Topo Gigio, which is not the name for Santa, but actually the name for a small Italian mouse puppet that appeared on the Ed Sullivan <gasps> show. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's right. That's oh my god! Yes, that's adorable. Yeah, I never knew that. So, yep. And there you go. That that is some details, and that has been the Santa Claus. Where do we land? Well, I like it. There is like with any movie that was made. I mean, even now, with any movie, especially but that was in the past, there is some problematic issues that you can't help but to think about it, and it's hard to avoid. But I think the spirit of it. I think. Also, the storyline is very, it, it's very clear what it is, It's and it nails it perfectly, what it wants to do. Yeah. I mean, I think I was surprised. I was scared to watch it again, because I honestly thought it wasn't going to hold up. But it actually held up pretty well, at least as far as the main part of the story, as long as you don't overthink it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd say... For me, it's skip it unless you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe you could show this to kids as a good way of discussing even like divorce at a pretty early age because mm-hmm. they do handle some of it okay. But like, if you have divorced like friends and they have kids, I don't know if I'd show it. Yeah, mommy and daddy are getting like a divorce, but daddy's real. gonna become Santa Claus, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to get all the gifts you want. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to admit, I'm a little, I have a little bit of bias because I wasn't the biggest uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor fan because my dad was obsessed with that show and he would mm. tell all the terrible like dad jokes and then he would joke about like supercharging his lawnmower and such and it got old, and you know how when you're a kid, you think your parents are lame. Yeah. Did, he, did he build a high fence and had his neighbor just hide the half oh, bottom God. half of his face? I wish. He... That would have been great. And he'd get him out of the house more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um. So I mean, I 
that influenced my opinion of the movie a little bit, but overall, I think the complex adult themes surrounding the divorce just kept making me cringe too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, oh no, oh no, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, like just in the in the context of Christmas movies, yeah. I don't know how many good ones there are. Mm, interesting. I had to like rethink about this for sure, but I would definitely say for this, for me, this would probably be in my top ten because mm. there's not like the best. As, yeah, as we may have always, talked about. Yeah, <laughs> after all these years, I have to admit, I still go back and watch uh, like Charlie Brown Christmas, but there aren't that many that I like seek out mm-hmm. from when I was younger. So if I mean, we, considering most people pick Die Hard as their Christmas movie, right. there's honestly not yeah. that many good choices. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. So uh, looking, I just put in Christmas movies uh, in Google. So There's I'll just a lot go of bad the, ones, I'll, I'll tell I'll, you that. I'll just list these just to, to come up and we can give kind of like a yay or nay on them. Uh, so here's one I've never seen but comes up all the time, Elf. Yeah, I've I, I like it. Seen I, I liked it. Yeah, but rewatch it. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, there's problems. There's problems. Uh, there's, problems. Problems. there's more problems than this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Christmas story, good but weird. Yeah. I never. Liked I never got it. into it. Yeah. yeah, I never liked it. I mean, I think it's fine. It's just weird. Like that's more than yeah. anything. It's there's, just bizarre. There's also some. Cr- I'm not the biggest fan of cringe humor. Mm. And uh, I feel like gotcha. there's a lot of cringe in it and awkward, yes. and it's not the biggest fan yep. of that guy. It's my life. It's what I live. <laughs> uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. So Christmas Vacation is still one I watch, despite it also being a little problematic. Is that the Chevy Chase one? It yes. is. It is she- yeah. Um, there's some are... really funny parts in that movie, but you're also like, oh my god, this guy is such a jerk at times yeah i haven't it, seen it in so long i really can't say it, is, is that the one where like he's driving in a car and then there's a woman who drives next to him and no that's like, uh that's the original vacation, vacation. Oh, okay, okay that's original national lampoon's vacation national lampoon um made a lot of money off of that movie <laughs> remember okay. when national lampoon was really good and then the, the 90s happened if uh <laughs> you ever get a chance there's a great documentary <clears throat> about the founding of uh, Mad Magazine on Netflix that I'm trying to remember the name of, um, but they talk about the National Lampoon like spinoff crew that mm-hmm. like came out of the like Mad Magazine days. Hmm. And if you even knew half the amount of drugs those people were doing and just like throwing stuff against the wall, like yeah. it's wild. They were like rock star level drug doors. Oh. <laughs> like is it uh, Super Troopers uh, National Lampoon though? Uh, no, that's Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard. Okay, never mind. That's um, Animal uh, House is another famous. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, other ones probably. down here, we'll just go through Santa Claus, we just covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't like that movie. Really? Everybody loves it. I'm not a big fan of Tim really? Burton because it creeps, Oh, okay. Especially when I was a kid, it really creeped me out. So oh. <laughs> I've always really liked that one, but I was older when it came out. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a good one. That's a good Which one? one? Yeah, not the Jim Carrey one. The, the Jim Carrey okay. one is no, the one no, to show here. No, not the Jim Carrey. Uh, the Polar Express. I never saw. Uh, it. I never saw it. I thought it was boring. Yeah. Honestly, I'd, I'd give that one a pass. It's really slow. Here's one. The book's fine. Here's one on my list that I want to see again. Scrooged. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That's definitely that would definitely be on my on my list for sure. I haven't seen it. Uh, Muppet Christmas. Yes. I also. Freaking love that movie. Uh, I know it's after Jim Henson died, but it's one of the ones that like 
they were trying really hard to do things in his spirit still, mm-hmm. and that and Muppet Treasure Island are like yes, yeah. so freaking yes, good. They're so good. Muppet Takes Manhattan, not as much, but Treasure yeah. Island is really good. Yeah, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Eh, it's okay. I've never it's seen okay. it actually. Uh, Bad Santa. Never saw I that movie. I don't movie. like that movie. I hate that movie. I don't Talk like about that cringe style. and awkward humor. That I don't is. like that style of movie. <laughs> See, I've never seen it, and it's just like everybody. It's the same people everybody that loves Dirty it. Grandpa is a Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, it's that the same. Is the same people. It's yeah, the same production I don't like company. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like it's it. It's Jack. It's all the people that did Jackass, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. why I don't like Jackass yeah, either. So we we covered this last year, Home Alone. Yes. Yep. It, it was good when I was younger, yeah. Uh, and then we get down to the usual Miracle on 34th Street, White Christmas. White uh, Christmas is really good. I like the original Miracle on 34th Street. I have to admit I don't remember the remake. We did the remake recently. And I do not remember it's it. It's not good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't remember it. Is White Christmas the one where they open up a, they revitalize a hotel and they invite everybody? It's Bing Crosby. It is Bing yeah. Crosby, yeah. yep. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. 1954. Yeah. And then Sabrina, your choice, your something that I know you want to watch some point, Gremlins. Oh, <laughs> really? That's a Christmas, That's a Christmas movie? special. It is. It takes place during Christmas. I love wow. Gremlins. I love Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins is a great movie. Oh yeah. This wait, the second one or the first? The one? first one. Oh, the first yeah. one. Okay. Wow. Second I had one no idea. Weird. Yeah, Gremlins is great. In fact, uh, so he has an old. Is it a VW? Towards the beginning of the movie, his car is like completely frozen shut. Okay. Like, there's actually several callbacks to the fact that it's, like, really freezing. It's the holidays. Mm. Like, um, that movie is holds up really well. I actually watched it a couple years ago and was really surprised. I'll take a look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's Gizmo, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Don't, feed him, don't feed him after midnight. Don't get him wet. Wait, isn't snow, <laughs> snow. <laughs> wet? Yeah. No, not here. Not in magic. This is magical snow. <laughs> magic snow. Made it's, of soap. It's fake snow, so it's not yeah, actually exactly. wet. It's asbestos. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, okay. there, it's fine. And to, and to wrap this all around to a conversation we had before the podcast, uh, I'll just add in as our final one, Jingle All the Way. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. I had to re-see it, but I, I liked it when I was a kid a lot. So good. All right. And that has been uh, The Santa Claus. <laughs> the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. <laughs> Klaus. Klaus. Santa Claus, e. I think, is a different movie. Hooray for Santa Claus. <laughs> they didn't put Krampus on there? No, no, Krampus, Krampus was not on this list. I still have to see it. That new one's great. It's oh great. yeah, we also great. not having all like the Rudolph the Red Nose, all those claymation ones. Yeah, on they that. don't have. Yeah, they don't yeah. have Rudolph. any of those. The those are te- te- ones. So those are technically all TV specials, which is oh, probably why they're not. Oh. Yeah. Also, I didn't mention Home Alone Two, which is also on here, which is obviously oh, Lost in, in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. Home Alone Three is the best one of them all. Let's be honest <laughs> here, guys. So it's when it's when you finally get the full story to wrap around, yeah. And yes, Calvin this. completely changes to, to a different person. Yeah. I mean, if you lose your kids three times at the same time of year, like it should be taken away. Yeah, I feel like that should be. Like you should just handcuff this kid yeah. to yourself after the second one. That, that's worse than Tim Allen kidnapping his kid because at least he's there with the kid. Yeah, yeah he yeah. knows where his kids at. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes care of us for this week. You can find us over at Sat Clint Friends. Yeah. You can find us over at SatFriendsClub.com. We are on Twitter, Twitter SatFriendsClub.com, where we post all the episodes. You can find out when they are released. You can follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash satfriendslub. Thank you very much, Phoenician, for bringing up this episode. Happy holidays. Yeah. Bon Natale. And uh, I think that we have one more Christmas episode. I have to see how this lands. Well, I, I, 
I should probably schedule these better, but I think that we'll probably have one or two more of these before we are done with the month of December. Uh, and I already know a few friends that want to come back in and have choices that they wish to bring to us. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sabrina. Okay. Sabrina oh. is ready. To be continued. Christmas, Christmas, don't be late. Oh, boy. Uh, what is happening? I am ending oh, this no. show. We will, we, we will catch you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Why are the chipmunks here? <laughs>